Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Doom and Gloom podcast. In this episode I talk to Zero Tonin Design, uh, so his name's Cam. Um, we cover a whole range of topics and subjects. Um, it was a really interesting one, really enjoyed it, um, but the main thing that kind of came out of it was that connecting with others and storytelling is like a massive part of life. Uh, so hopefully you'll enjoy it and uh, it's going to jump straight into Cam in- introducing himself. Um, my name's Cam. Um... I have been a full-time, well, almost full-time graphic designer since the start of the year, so pretty new um, getting into it. Um, Something I've always been into is art. Ever since I can remember, I've been drawing on stuff all through school. My teachers would say to me, hey, you are going to go study art, right? Because all we see in your books is drawings in the margins and all over the pages when you should be writing (laughs) so um i yeah i enjoyed it but it was never something that i really took too seriously um so when i first left school uh did a bunch of stuff i love working with people um i went over and worked at a camp in america um later on i got a job at a camp back here in new zealand Um, my dad is a painter he is like a commercial painter so paints houses Um, kind of a different type of art Um, so yeah I worked for him for a bit and then um, this year well at the end of last year um, I came to a point where I was like okay camp's been awesome what's next and um, I've never done any tertiary study, so I haven't been to university. Um, so kind of considered that. Um, it was definitely very tempting. New Zealand has this thing at the moment where your first year of study is free, which wow. is pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what would you have studied if you'd have gone to uni anyway? I definitely would have done graphic design. Yeah. I was um I was definitely considering it but um I thought I would just kind of start getting my stuff out there and what I actually found was that um I could make money without having to spend all my time and money on a degree so yeah it's something that I think is really cool yeah it's definitely possibly quite quite unique it's definitely a tricky one, isn't it? Because a lot of the stuff you can learn from going to uni doing graphic design, you can probably find out and teach yourself without having to go there. So yeah, I get your your point with that. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's there's probably a few other industries like that as well. Um, but I think yeah, you can do pretty well as a at least as a freelance designer without having to have any yeah special degrees or anything like that um so yeah and then i also um i was able to take a bit of a risk with i guess my career um so i'm married i've been married for three years which is so cool um and yeah being married is um obviously has a lot of benefits but um one of them is that you have double the income really (laughs) yeah so yeah so while my wife has like a a constant 
um, source of income from her full-time job, it allows me to take a bit more of a risk. Um, so like if no one brought designs for like a week or so, we'd still be okay. Whereas, you know, if I was single, that might be a bit more of a challenge. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at the moment, my job consists of, um, 12 to 15 hours of youth work, um, which is something else I really enjoy. And then the rest of the time I work from home as a freelance graphic designer and I've just started, um, putting together my own clothing brand. So yeah, that's a little bit of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd seen that you were doing your own clothing brand. Is the designs and stuff you do are they mainly just for brands yeah so um like something i've always been passionate about is music especially like heavy music sad music and um yeah i guess that just comes out in the stuff i design so um i'm mostly yeah my my target um, demographic I guess is bands so I draw a lot of like band merch concepts um, and yeah so that's pretty much generally I work with either bands or streetwear brands yeah actually now that you've mentioned it, I can kind of see that in the design work it is very like um, what like 90s early 2000s kind of new metal style to it yeah Really yeah cool. i don't know how i had noticed that yeah no it definitely is like cool <laughs> yes is that is that the kind of music you were saying it is or have i just taken out completely wrong oh for sure i mean yeah like any any sort of heavy music i get into and so yeah there'll be tons of different influences um like one thing i like to do is if there's an artist that i would like to work with I'll put together a merch concept for them and um, yeah, post that on social media, tag them. And yeah, I've actually, it's actually um, worked out re really well in the past. I've been able to work with some um, bands I really look up to and artists just cause they've seen my stuff and been like, Oh wow, this guy, you know, kind of knows our style, knows what me we might like. And this is actually a really cool design and we'd like to print it. So. Mm, it takes a yeah. bit of the work out of their um out of their job i guess if they're someone's approaching them being like look i've got this design i completely get what your band's about yeah, yeah. there's um there's someone i've seen i think in somewhere in the uk i can't remember where but um they do something similar and they're called flowers and bones yeah oh man she's incredible yeah you've seen her yeah her stuff's brilliant yeah but... and she does the really same thing good. so she'll like put things together i think for bands but then she's also got her own brand that she's running as well yeah yeah for sure and i think it's really nice to have that um that balance as a designer because sometimes you're like oh man i don't really want to design stuff for other people like <laughs> i want to design what i want to design so i think it's healthy um to have that sort of outlet where you can do client work and do stuff for yourself because you don't want to just get lost in the grind you know Mm, I'd imagine that's one of the most like frustrating things as a designer as well being like somebody comes to you with a concept you do something which is amazing or you think is amazing you know it's going to like appeal to a ton of people and they're like no nah, I don't like it and then you can decide <laughs> what you do with the design so I'm guessing with you having your own clothing brand now you can be like actually you know what 
this is going to do really well. I'm going to have it and like we'll figure something else out. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Um, yeah, you definitely hit the nail on the head with, I think, something every graphic designer feels is like, yeah, there's always that, oh man, I put all that hard work into what I thought would sell this brand so well and they don't like it and you're kind of like, ugh. But um, yeah, I could always just make it one of my own designs for sure. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll see if I am actually right and it was a good design. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's to, it's to put your money where your mouth is kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm. So yeah, you're saying you kind of started what all of it this year? So you started pursuing the graphic design at the start of this year and started the clothing brand, or is it kind of the end of last year? Yeah, so um, it would have been probably almost two years ago. I started um, like actively getting back into art. Um, my wife and I left camp here for a couple of months and traveled around the US, which was really cool. Um, yeah, great to have a, have a holiday. Um, got to go to see some beautiful places over there. We did like all the touristy stuff, Grand Canyon and all that. Went to see some um, real good concerts as well. Lots of bands that I've always wanted to see. Yeah, not many bands come to New Zealand. It's a bit out of their way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so see, I'm kind, cool. I'm kind of the same. Like where I live in England, there's not many. There's not really like a venue. So I have to right. travel like to London basically, which is a good like two, three hours. And I'm like, oh, it's just hassle. But yeah, yeah what, so, like sure. what was the best band you saw then? Uh, one that was on my bucket list. We like, <laughs> yeah, we made specific plans to go to a certain festival to see uh, Vane and Knocked Loose. Oh, okay. I've never yeah. heard of them. <laughs> Yo, you never heard of Vane or Knocked Loose? Well, I'll send you some links. <laughs> Hang on, what are they called? Vane and Not? Knocked Loose. Knocked so, Loose. So, yeah, two bands. Oh, I... Both. <laughs> I thought it was one band. I thought it was Vane and Not Loose. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked Loose. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about my Kiwi accent. <laughs> it's fine i'm still half asleep i think so this coffee hasn't kicked in <laughs> fair enough so yeah it was it was real cool um yeah just to see way more bands than ever come to new zealand um and while we were there just taking some time out from work obviously gives you time to think about what you want to do and um yeah i was feeling more creative so i just started like um yeah doing a lot of painting and drawing and I just started posting it on Instagram and then that just snowballed and I was like oh man this is actually something I'm really enjoying um just doing my own art and so that's when I yeah we decided to um buy an iPad and um I use this app called Procreate so I'm a little bit different to um, most other graphic designers who would use um, things like Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop for most of their design work. I like the, I guess, feeling of um, hand drawing things and having an iPad and an Apple pen allows me to like do that really well and come out with really high quality art. So yeah, I've been doing that since January and 
selling it. So it's going pretty well. Awesome. You said, um, I kind of wanted to ask, you said camp. Is that like a, a summer camp thing or? Yeah. So, um, yeah, the camp I worked at, um, we would mostly have school groups, high school, primary school. Um, and then in the school holidays, we would run our own camps as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I got to work with tons of young people. Um, I was an instructor for things like um, rock climbing and flying fox and BMX and yeah, a ton of stuff. It was a, it was a really enjoyable job. I liked it. Yeah, I suppose that's it, isn't it? Like the, <clears throat> you said, you really enjoyed it and you went to America and you did it as well. And then when you were traveling America, you realized that like, what do you want from life? And I think that's it. Like when you're doing stuff that you enjoy, but you know that there's something else that you'd love to be doing for the rest of your life. That's when you start thinking about everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, one thing I kind of struggle with in this job is while I love being creative and doing art, I'm very much a people person. And so being stuck, being stuck just me and my screen all day is like great. But at the same time, I'm like, I need energy from people. Mm. So um, what I do like about what I have right now is I have a few hours a week doing youth work. So I feel like I've got like the perfect balance of like creative over here and then just full on people stuff here. So that's really cool. Whereas working at camp can be like super draining because it's just like people, people, people all the time. <laughs> and you live on camp too. So you go home and you're like, Oh, I'm resting, but am I resting? <laughs> kind of resting. <laughs> so you've kind yeah. of stri um, you're striking up more of a balance now. Yeah, yeah, it does feel that way. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. What um, do you feel like? Do you feel like you have balance in your life? Um, no, not as much as I'd want. I think what um, <laughs> I bought that um. Oh, I got that Matthew McConaughey book for Christmas. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like called Green Lights. No. Um, and he's, it's like a memoir about his life and he's written a load of stuff and thoughts and kind of bumper sticker mottos and stuff. And um, one of the bits when I, I, I saw a video of it and that reminded me, it was like, don't half-ass it. And I feel like mm -hmm. that's what I've been doing with like this brand for the last couple of years. It's like, it's obviously what I really want to do with life, but I'm not giving it my all. So I think my balance is just is not great at all. I need to do more. Cool. But it's tricky because like I work full time. So Yeah. I think yeah, that's for what, sure. Eh? I think that's what I found. Like a lot of um other brands and, and artists and stuff have said that look like you work full time, come home, you've got all your other shit to do, you're tired, and then you know that if this is what you want like for your life, like if you want to run a brand or be an artist or whatever, then you have to put in like extra effort to that as well and it's not always mm. possible yeah for sure yeah uh it's crazy how much goes in behind the scenes eh? like I, I i don't envy you like your clothing brand is much bigger than what mine is now and i'm more i'm already like at the small stage i'm at i'm like whoa this is so much work <laughs> and like mm. you say on top of like what i already do 
um, yeah, I definitely think people don't realize how much does go on behind the scenes, especially when you're trying to use social media as your main form of like getting yourself out there. It's just a endless, mindless grind. I feel. <laughs> I've used that word so much to describe social media. Yeah, it's, it is a grind. I yeah, swear they make it just, like intentionally hard for you now, so you have to pump money into advertising. Oh, honestly, yeah, yeah. No, it's hard for us little brands, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I mean, how have you how have you found that? Have you noticed anything that has helped you grow, or any like tips or tricks that you've discovered, or has it just kind of been a slow like post and interact with people kind of thing? Mm, yeah, good question. I mean, yeah, like. Obviously, all the normal stuff you hear, like, yeah, just posting regularly, posting at a similar time, just posting, posting, posting. Yeah, obviously, like, when I do that consistently, um, that really helps. Um, something I've noticed that has really helped my uh, graphic design page on Instagram is those times when I do a design for a well-known artist and if they share it on their story that mm. can be really valuable so i can have yeah i've had lots of people um interacting through that getting some follows and yeah lots of interaction through that um so that's been a cool little thing um yeah whereas in terms of my clothing brand i'm just aiming to like really create a ton of community and organic growth through that so i'm just um really i guess persistent with just um connecting with alternative people in new zealand and i'll just yeah follow them actually comment on their stuff just care about what is going on in their lives and it's been really cool so far i've actually made like a ton of cool friends through it and yeah i feel like people kind of getting the idea behind my brand and stuff so yeah not mm. sure if there's anything helpful in that but that's <laughs> what i've done <laughs> no i was just thinking as you were talking i was like you've got quite a, uh, um an easy i suppose what demographic with all your like the camp people because you can kind of subtly like drop it into conversation and stuff and then potentially get them <laughs> as like that even if they just follow and help um, boost and engage and stuff, they don't have to buy anything. That's going to help, help you as well, isn't it? Or, or is that yeah, frowned so upon? Are you, allowed, are you not allowed to kind of promote <laughs> your own things <laughs> at your camp? Um, I, I do. Yeah, I do. I do often bring it up with people in conversation, you know, like, oh, what do you do? Oh, well, you know, I design and I just started my own clothing brand. And then usually they'll be like, oh, that's cool. They might say, show me some stuff. So, yeah, that's been cool. Um, yeah. And it's, like, real cool to be able to meet people in real life as well who like your brand. They're not just, like, you know, some abstract person on social media. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not just getting, like, three fire emojis on a post and you're like, brilliant, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> That's my, <laughs> I love that. The, like, just you randomly get those, yeah, like three fire emojis or whatever, and then you just comment. I always comment back because I feel like it's fun, and I'd like type, I don't know, three yeah. like love hearts or whatever, and I'm like, are they going to respond? Probably not. But <laughs> such a yeah, for sure. thing to do. 
I think the uh, um the one the one thing you did say that probably makes sense is the um the like trying to comment on people's posts and engage with them because that's something that I think a lot of people and brands don't do is like take that time out and look at someone's post and go what are they what does the the text say right can I engage with that no is the photo can I you know can I strike up a conversation yeah for sure and I think like something that people on social media really want right now is like authentic conversation not just like you say three fire emojis or like any of that crappy bot stuff you know dm us we want to collab (laughs) like everyone's sick of getting three of those instantly on everything they post you know so yeah if you can just they're supposed to be like removing it right they they they, i think they try really hard to remove um spam comments like that and i know if you keep posting the same comments or um emojis and stuff you get like shadow bans so it actually hurts your account yeah have you ever had that um i don't think so i don't think i've been shadow banned i mean it's hard to tell because like the um reach and stuff is so sporadic and it changes all the time and i like myself and other brands have noticed that it's just it's become so hard like recently you thought the last time they updated something it was bad but now it's just even worse yeah yeah no it's really difficult um but yeah like obviously everyone's moving over to tiktok that seems to be the way to go now but it's definitely a different type of content that you have to create especially as an artist yeah yeah i think i was thinking about that the other day and what's annoying is like instagram was so perfect because it was post a photo, post some text, engage with some people. And it as like a brand owner that was working full time, it was absolutely perfect because you didn't have to worry totally. too much about creating the content almost because like if you had people who were taking the photos, um, then that was the yeah. content and you just kind of posted it and, and added the text, like I said. But with TikTok, yeah. you have to think about a video, record mm. it, make it high quality and then do all the other stuff and I'm really struggling because I don't have the time to think and do all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's definitely challenging. I suppose at least being an artist, you can kind of like, I don't know, record you drawing stuff a bit and that's a little bit of an easy win video. Yeah. Yeah. You've got that one, right? (laughs) The, uh, the artist hack. Yeah. Just a, a nice time lapse of you doing some line art. (laughs) <laughs> exactly or even just um yeah. like on instagram you can kind of do those um well they we go live together yeah yeah i haven't dabbled in the uh the live stuff too much yet but yeah it's definitely yeah. a good option i see i've definitely talked to people about that i think probably a couple of years ago when i was speaking to like the tattoo people that like mm-hmm people always do those like tattoo split sheets and stuff right yeah but, like it would make sense to the two eyes to go on like an instagram live have the same um i don't know brief and then they each do their own half and then obviously email it to each other or whatever and then make it into like one vinyl piece on their instagram live i think that'd be really cool that's really cool yeah can i steal that idea yeah awesome do it <laughs> i, I want to see it though <laughs> cool sounds good <laughs> i think it, i mean it makes sense doesn't it because then if you're 
you, there's like a million other artists that you can do Instagram lives with and you can like be chatting and asking questions and potentially stealing some of their audience and gaining and reaching new people and stuff. And then yeah, you have finished sure. products that you can then post as well, which is yeah, is amazing. Win-win. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Hmm. Do you feel like um, you s- struggle with social media burnout sometimes? Yes, especially recently. I've been posting stuff and then uh, kind of deleting it. Or if it's not getting the interaction I wanted, I just like, yeah, removing it and not talking about it. <laughs> oh wow yeah that's not a not a nice rut to be in no Mm. i think the last couple of months have been absolute like they've just been horrible uh and it's been so hard to stay consistent post stuff be positive talk about things like yeah i feel yeah definitely on a ride it's it's hard it's it's not as easy as it's made out to be when you're, you're first like, I'm going to start a clothing brand because it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like social media is, is like equally amazing and equally horrible to be a part of like at the same time. Like there's like a 50% chance that whatever you post is going to do amazing, going to get some great reach. And then the rest of the time, it's just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I've gained from it from just talking to people. So, like, there's a couple of brands that we all regularly chat together. We've got our own, like, Instagram group. And then there's just a couple of other separate brands I talk to. And then even just this conversation, like, I love that I've got my little podcast going where I'm talking to people, chatting to them mm. about their experiences, about their life, about their views. Um, hopefully people gain some stuff from it. And But I always feel like I come away from a conversation, like, really uplifted and with loads to think about and to do. Cool. So I think this is the best part of social social media. It is, like, I mean... I put yesterday, does anyone fancy coming on like the next episode? And I had you, I think two or three other people be like, yes. So I love that bit where you can reach out and have that like authentic conversation. That's the best bit about social media, I think. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely been what I've enjoyed most is just connecting with all these people that I never would have connected with if I hadn't started my clothing brand and just started reaching out and um yeah i feel like we have a really good community at the moment um over here as well like you said i'm in a i'm in a group chat with a whole lot of similar um brands yeah clothing brand startups and it's really cool and everyone's super genuine and open and like just wants to help each other and share ideas and I think that's a really cool thing to have in your in your industry. Not feel like, you know, all the other guys are just the competition or you know. Yeah, there's definitely been a shift recently. Um and I've definitely I've I've like felt it and seen it where it did used to feel more doggy dog and like, no, these are my ideas and I'm not gonna tell you where I found this idea or this product or this artist and like back off, you're gonna steal my customers. Whereas now it's like yeah, no, let me show you, like, this artist's amazing. Let me actually, pro- like, 
here they are like to get some work done they need some more exposure like everyone's a bit more open and, and honest and treating it as a bit more of a of, of a community like rather than yeah the doggy dog world that's so good to hear yeah that's really cool do you can you think of any reason why there might have been that shift I think, do you know, I think it might be because it's getting so hard that people have realized that like, if it's hard for me, then it's hard for this other brand and it's hard for this artist. Like it's getting to the point where it's almost impossible to break through and to break out. So yeah, why would I hold all the cards so close to my chest when potentially mm. the other brand has got some stuff that I might need from them? Like if we each share, I mean, it's not like everything. I wouldn't say that. I want to share every tip and secret I have with like another yeah. brand, but a lot of the stuff, if it's honest, like how do I do this? And you're like, Oh, it's easy. I yeah. think that helps. And I think, yeah, it's, it's the social media has become so hard that people are realizing we almost need to get like band together to beat it. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, hang on. We're not playing against those guys. We're all on the same team. You know, we all want the same thing from social media. We all want to, and we all want to feel part of a community as well, right? Yeah, that does seem like it's a, a word and a thought that people are pursuing a lot more now, especially after like the lockdowns and, and with this whole virus thing. Um, yeah. It was nice to see everyone coming together the, like way back, was it March last year? when it first started and everyone was really worried and people were like looking after their neighbors and like going to the shops for their like, mm. uh, like elderly relatives or neighbors, or whatever. And just everyone was helping together and, and banding and sorting stuff out. And I think we've kind of lost that a little bit, but it's still better than it ever used to be. Cool. Oh, it's really good to hear. So um, where are you guys at at the moment with lockdown and COVID and all that? um if you're not completely tired and bored of that topic <laughs> yeah no it's 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 really weird for us at the moment so they've the government have now said like you can wear your face mask you don't feel like you have to wear your face mask and just you can pretty much go back to normal but don't and just be careful so there's not really a, a clear message like there has been before uh mm -hmm. so like i mean i work in a supermarket and they've said like yeah, you don't have to wear a mask because the government said you don't have to, but we strongly advise you do. So if you could, I mean, that's that's a good idea. And so like half the staff are wearing it and half the staff aren't. And then some of the customers are and some aren't. And then people come in and they're like, uh, do I have to wear a mask? And you're like, it's your choice. And they're like, well, have you got any spare? And I'm like, no, because we're not giving masks out anymore. So it's such a weird place <laughs> to be. Because like, and then Just people come in. Confusion. Not, yeah, people come in not wearing a mask, see half the staff and customers wearing masks and they pull their T-shirt up over their face and you're like, look, if you've not come in, like, what? you can't commit to it now. Like, <laughs> it's so odd. I mean, where, you've had it quite easy. Well, easy. You've had it better than the rest of the world, haven't you, in New Zealand? Did you have like yeah. 10 cases max or something ridiculous? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you know that. I didn't realize how much of a celebrity we are <laughs> in the yeah. world when it comes to that. But um, yeah, I mean, being a small island, I guess, makes it pretty easy for us. <laughs> we're, we're pretty well set up. But 
yeah, like honestly, this year COVID hasn't been much of an issue for us at all, which has been such an incredible blessing, like compared to what's still going on in most other parts of the world. Um, yeah, I think it just yeah. shows that you're like, you have a strong and like, um, yeah, like a strong government aren't afraid to make decisions because like obviously as it was happening they must have gone right let's just close all the borders like let's not let anyone in not let anyone out or whatever and then didn't think about any of the consequences and that's kind of where i think a lot of other nations stumbled is they didn't sort shit out they were just like mm, it'll be all right we'll see what happens yeah yeah i think they were pretty onto it um yeah i remember how how surprised i was though when we actually went into lockdown like there wasn't a lot of warning in between because i think as new zealanders we kind of get used to like reading the news and we're like wow look at all this crazy stuff happening in the rest of the world (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah then it comes here and we're like ah it's okay it won't be that bad like New Zealand culture is pretty um pretty laid back like I guess one of our <laughs> one of our uh common sayings is oh she'll be right mate you know it'll be fine <laughs> and yeah I I feel like all in New Zealand was like oh yeah few people uh in the rest of the world are sick but you know she'll be right and then it's like oh what we're going into lockdown for real <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, but in the end, well, yeah, she was pretty all right. (laughs) We've done okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel so blessed, eh, when I look at the news and what's still happening in most places, and I'm like, wow, I'm pretty much living normal life. Mm. Mm, So (laughs) what I've done, which actually really helped, um, I didn't realize I'd done it, but like it was years ago, I just stopped watching the news and reading it and it makes you feel about 10 times happier. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Like we don't have, um, well, we've got a TV with like all the internet things, so like Netflix and YouTube and all that, but we don't have it hooked up to an aerial or whatever. So we don't get normal TV and I haven't Mm -hmm. had that for about 10 years and just don't watch any news i very rarely anything comes up on my phone but it's such a blissful way to live not dialing into any of the bullshit and i think that's helped throughout um like the lockdown and with last year because i didn't get the whole like uh daily and half daily um death titles and and all that stuff yeah yeah that's so cool I'm I'm totally on board with that. I don't think I've had a TV in my house for at least the last three years, mm. um, and even even before then, yeah, I never really spent much time watching the news or anything like that. And yeah, I totally agree. Life is a lot more peaceful, a lot more focused when you're not constantly bombarding yourself with all the sad stuff that's happening in the world. And yeah, I kind of have, I don't know, there's kind of like a, I guess, naivety to that in a way, but because I'm 
constantly on social media, I know that if there is something that is really worth my time and attention, people will be posting about it on their stories. And so I will find out through that. Um, but yeah, totally agree. TV free is the way to be. Mm, it sounds like a t-shirt as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's people have enough dramas. I'm, I'm going writing on. it down. <laughs> people have enough dramas in their life as it is so like why would you latch on to stuff that you can't control yeah for sure mm. yeah I think it's really sad as well to see kind of like I guess the circles people go in and like constantly consuming the same media listening and talking to the same people and you can just watch as their ideas just kind of like go around in circles and get crazier and crazier. And then like, that's when groups of people just do crazy stuff because they've mm-hmm. just been surrounded by people who just think and believe the same stuff as them. And they're like, man, the world has to know we have to do this thing. And then, you know, like people go and do like a big <laughs> march or protest or something yeah so and everyone else is just like what are you what are you talking about yeah <laughs> interesting that kind of links back to social media in the um that's one of the massive negatives of it is that when you post and uh like and interact with things that are in your interest it pushes more of that shit towards you so if For you sure. do have these weird views or whatever and you like stuff that's that it will give you more of that so you'll be stuck in this bubble where you think that everyone else is feeling the same as you when it's not necessarily what's actually happening in the rest of the world because you get sucked into mm. that like well these 10 other people think exactly like i do so that must be like the rest of the whole town or you know that's doesn't really work like that yeah have you watched the social dilemma no oh okay well, it's on Netflix. It's really good if you're interested in like that sort of stuff, like how social media has been created to, um, yeah, I guess really <laughs> make money of us, take captive all our time and attention and feed us exactly what we want. It's a really good documentary to watch. Yeah, The Social Dilemma. I've made a note. I've definitely heard people talk about it, but I've just never watched it. And I think the, yeah. um, the people have been saying it a lot lately, and I've seen loads of posts around TikTok. They must be doing something exactly right because the amount of people that are saying like, oh, I just logged, like went on for like five minutes and then it's been like two hours. Yeah. So they yeah. must have it exactly worked out about how to gain a captive audience and keep them. Because I've done it. I've gone on and I'm like, scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, I need to do some shit. Oh my God, I've lost an hour. Uh-oh. <laughs> like. Yeah. No, it's crazy. And yeah, like that, the social dilemma, that documentary, it talks about how like there's literally a group of people who it is their job. They get paid to figure out the absolute best way to hold your attention, you know? So it's like, we're almost fighting a battle every time we turn our phones on. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I have tried to balance out a lot of the, um, negative social media and just newsy type stuff with i'm reading a lot more lately and that has changed i feel like i'm so positive from it it's it's crazy that's so cool 
yeah, I just started um, doing that more as well. I used to read so much. And then, yeah, I think obviously being on social media is one of those things that like just takes up so much of your time and shortens your attention span as well. So it can be so nice to just like put your phone away, sit down with a book and uh, it just energizes you in a completely different way. Yeah, it definitely feels like it gets a different part of your like brain thinking. Totally, yeah. So, you don't look up from the book and you're like, oh, man, I just wasted an hour. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't feel like a waste in the same way it does when you're staring at your phone. You feel like you're actually accomplishing something. Exactly. Um, yeah. Have you got any books you'd, you'd recommend? Because like, I'm slowly just gaining a massive stack of them to read through. <laughs> oh, um. Honestly, the one I'm reading right now, I've been quite disappointed with. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't tell me that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when like you start reading or watching something and you're like, uh, it's okay. And then you get like halfway through and you're like, I'm not really enjoying this, but I'm actually invested in the story and the characters. <laughs> yeah. That's what's happened. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I've got to finish it now. I've got to find out what happens. But, um yeah the last book that i really enjoyed um oh man now i have to remember the title of it (laughs) (laughs) um oh it was called the skeletons in god's closet okay really interesting um yeah it's called the skeletons god in god's closet can't remember the author off the top of my head but it's pretty much tackling all the hard questions when it comes to like christianity and how um how god can be good and loving and how can exist and suffering can exist and um you know the crusades hate crimes um yeah it honestly blew me away Mm. Mm, that sounds perfect that sounds like the sort of stuff i'm i'm kind of picking up to read at the moment cool like i said i've gone do you prefer fiction or non-fiction uh i've been reading a lot of like biographies and um people that started brands so there's two two books i've read recently of people that have like made massive companies and they've written but or three actually three uh and then like more positivity and like people's thoughts on the world and stuff cool so that kind of stuff yeah yeah that's awesome i read um the nike book like shoe dog that's really interesting no um, i haven't that's that's really good one i think it's quite cheap to pick up as well but it's really interesting to hear like Mm -hmm. his story and you think they're a massive company they probably just like it was quite easy for them and he taught the part the like the guy talks about all their struggles and everything they went through and you're like, Oh well, shit. If they went through all that, I think at one point like the FBI were investigating them because they thought they were money laundering and stuff. Well, so, how? Like, if you're thinking like if they've gone through that and they're this massive company, then any small thing that I have probably isn't as big as I'm making out to be. So yeah, I'm definitely into that kind of reading books to gain more of a perspective and more knowledge from it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. I think that's such a good way to use your time. I mean, yeah, not only are you finding a healthy way to relax and recharge, 
you're also learning, growing your expertise and knowledge in a field that you want to do well in. So, yeah, that's so cool. I feel like it's such an adult thing as well to like start reading nonfiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, yeah, like I remember, yeah, when I started reading nonfiction, I was like, I'm enjoying this. This is weird. <laughs> I thought I just read novels. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah. I think I was the same. <laughs> like I did the, like when I was at school, like Harry Potter's and stuff and really enjoyed those. And then uh, the first one I can remember, I, like I read um, Anthony Kiedis's autobiography from Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I think mm-hmm. I've reread that about four times since. Wow. It's just, cool. and, yeah. So that's kind of, I don't know what it is about those kind of, but it's when people talk to you about their like stories and their struggles and how they've overcome it and their thoughts and like, and I genuinely feel like from those kind of books, you gain more. Yeah. That's cool. So what is it about his story that stands out to you? Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's it's probably just, I used to be like a massive Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. And then yeah. again, when you start delving deep and you're like, shit, you went to all this, all this crap in your life. And you've, you were then almost to a point where you'd like figured life out and then you fucked it up again. And then you figured it out. And then now everything seems like it's good. Like that's, it's a nice um, grounding and like reassuring thing to read about. Yeah. Cause then you're like, oh yeah. Like, you know, the worst thing can happen, but if you do, and like take a day at a time type thing you'll get through it and eventually everything will kind of work out and be better mm. yeah that's good eh? i mean yeah that's definitely a relatable story you know i'm sure anyone can relate to that in their life things mm. getting crappy and yeah just that constant that life stuff mm. yeah i mean it definitely relates to like well being an artist or running a clothing brand because it's so hard and so easy to give up i think i saw like three or four other brands at least that were like you know it's tough at the moment with lockdown we're just going to take a break and then they haven't come back oh wow so i think a lot of people took it as a like oh i don't really want to do this but then i saw loads of other Mm -hmm. people see it as i mean kind of like what you did or maybe yours was slightly before, but like seeing it as almost a wake up call, like, oh shit, life is really short and I'm not happy doing my day job. So I need to jump all in into this hobby, this the idea I've got and just run with it forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Actually, um, lockdown was when I made the decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my own clothing brand. Um, yeah. And I mean, obviously it wasn't a great time for everyone um but yeah i yeah i felt like it really gave me a chance to think about like you say where i'm headed and what i really want to spend my time doing Hmm. yeah i think it it served as a wake-up call for a lot of people yeah for sure Hmm. yes interesting how you um, mentioned that some of your favorite books are biographies and hearing people's stories recently, I realized that that is like such an important thing for me. Like probably one of my favorite things in the world is connecting with other people through story sharing Mm -hmm. and just hearing what they've been through 
and yeah I, I honestly think it's one of the most like valuable gifts we can give to other people is just giving out time and listening to what they've actually gone through because man so often our conversations can be so dry just like small talk on the surface stuff and like that that doesn't like do anything for our hearts you know <laughs> it's just like ugh. whereas yeah i love to be able to give that gift of just listening hearing someone's story and oh, you can just always learn so much from whatever it is they've gone through even if maybe what you learn is just wow i've been so blessed in my life like man yeah i've definitely realized that recently especially with like doing this podcast is that it's it's kind of like an art <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think people mm. realize how how much uh, like effort it is to or not effort but like how much work it takes to be really good at having a conversation with someone and doing it well and listening to what they're saying and then giving a good response to continue on that conversation is so hard and a lot of people just take it yeah. for granted they're like nah it's easy right yeah yeah the, for um, sure the bit you said around like um uh what was it when you, you're talking to people and it um you feel in like your heart or your soul or whatever like i do feel that as well when you talk to someone and they share that little like inside bit or like like that glimmer and you're like damn that was kind of that was some real like deep stuff that you don't necessarily say to other people like that's yeah you do yeah you feel that connection like it's it's nice yeah yeah and I, like i think that's something that we don't do enough and i think right now social media is kind of like like a fake version of it like i see a lot of people post and talk about and they seem to be really open with like what they're going through or what they've been struggling with on social media but it's just not the same as like sitting down with someone face to face giving them your time and attention and actually hearing it you know there's something about that real human connection that like does something for your heart mm, i think it's because it's um it like it goes back to I guess when we were like born as humans or whatever, like we've got that campfire um, community ingrained in our DNA almost where it is like sitting down, discussing, sharing stories like that yeah. is very much ingrained. So a lot of people that are missing out on it. And I think that's what like lockdown was very guilty of was that people sat behind their screens a lot and then were just mm. posting or wasting all their time watching like Netflix or whatever. But we, yeah, did miss out on that like campfire gossip talk like share stories mm. in moment yeah for sure and let me just say that having a fire is actually so good we just uh, made a little a little um campfire area outside our house <laughs> and it's so good it's winter here at the moment so yeah we've been really enjoying that sitting around without flatmates and it honestly it does often get to quite deep conversations about around the campfire so yeah, yeah it's, i it's totally nice. agree 
it's weird how like relaxing that is, isn't it? I think I think again it is in in our DNA of like that fire that like flickering is just like it's almost soul soothing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I've heard even just lighting a candle and watching the flames can like really help. I think at the start of last year, I said like this year I want to read at least one book every month. Good stuff. Oh, wow, what a great I've, goal! I think I've done it already. So. Awesome. I think I, yeah, I think I've hit oh, that's 12. that's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. Man, you must be um, very talented when it comes to time management that you're... Oh, I'm not. I'm working. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're better than me. I, there's, there's one book that I've been trying to read this whole year and I still haven't finished it. I managed to start another one in between though, but yeah. <laughs> but then that's what you said before though, isn't it? If like, if books are hard to read, you just kind of stop. There was one, yeah. oh, what was it? This, um, I think it's by like Joe Abercrombie, Abercrombie and it's like the, the Blade himself and it's like a, um, like a fantasy type novel and it's so hard to read, but there's about a million people that tell you this whole, like this series is just the best thing. <laughs> And I think yeah. it's one of those where, like, if you can get through the first, like, one or two books in this series, the rest are amazing, but you have to get through the yeah. first one or two books, and I just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny how there's, like, there's these, like, different little subcultures of people that are like, this thing is amazing. You have to read it or watch it or whatever it is. And then, you know, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. And sometimes you're just like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really nice though because it just it it reminds you that people are completely different. Like, true. Yes. <laughs> it's quite enjoying because it'd be really boring, wouldn't it, if everyone was the same and like. It would. Yeah. What is one thing about yourself, something you really like, that most people would have no idea if they saw you? Would that be reading? <laughs> um, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's not something I really hide, so I wouldn't say it's interesting. Hmm. I think it would probably be more the brand. <laughs> yeah. So I've kind of, I've spoke about that on a couple of podcasts before where I like, I've got this weird thing in my head and I can't seem to break through it where like a lot of my friends don't know I've got a, a brand that I'm running. Um, no one wow. at any of the places I've ever worked at have really known I've ever had a clothing brand. So mm -hmm. I think that would probably be the, the thing that I'm not, would be, people would be surprised at. Yeah. And I keep thinking like <laughs> when it gets to this level or when it gets to this stage, then I'll share it with everyone. But it's the other way around. You need the buy-in from people at the early age to help you grow yeah 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 that that def that definitely is a weird kind of barrier to break through is like i guess it i guess it's self-promotion in a way isn't it just taking that step and saying you know this is yeah this is part of who i am and i want to share it with people even if yeah even if they think I'm weird or something. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the time, I think people have 
people always have goals and things they want to do with their life and they're not. So yeah. for me to have something that I'm actually doing and enjoying, why would I hide that? Yeah. Why would I not say like, oh, like this is what I'm doing? Because like, even if those people are jealous or think it's like a shitty thing or, or like completely pointless, like at least I'm trying yeah. to do it and I'm working totally what I'm enjoying. Yeah. yeah, and that's half of it, eh? Just getting out there and doing it. Mm. yeah i think i think they're the two things aren't they so it's actually starting like even if you know it's going to be shit and you know it's going to be horrible just start because a lot of people don't even start yeah the same like with this podcast like when i first started doing it it was pretty terrible and i feel like with each episode it's getting better um cool then the other thing is just like not giving up because yeah if you do stop and give up then you quit so always trying to find a way to do something every day to like pursue it forwards or push it forwards. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And there's always a cost to that too, eh? Like, you know, if you want anything to do well, you're going to have to put in time. And yeah, I feel like sometimes we underestimate like the cost I mean, yeah, well, we, we talked about it before, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to start a clothing brand. That'll be easy. And it takes so much time and energy. Um, but yeah, like, I think it all pays off in the end, you know, especially with, yeah, creating content. Like the more you create, the more chance you have that it'll actually get somewhere, get where you want it to go. Hmm. <laughs> mm. yeah i'm I feel not like quite are... sure where that's going with that no i feel <laughs> like these are, these are quite good like topics and discussions we're bringing up it's it's definitely interesting and that's what i mean like i go away from these conversations with just like random people that i've never spoke to other than on like a couple times on instagram and i come away thinking about loads of stuff and i've made loads of notes and i generally feel like i've gained a lot from it and hopefully mm-hmm. like you do what the other person does and then the people that listen to it actually enjoy it and feel like they've gained something yeah like yeah with this one we've talked about a couple of different things and we've touched on topics and there might be some like little nuggets or thoughts that we've dropped that people are like ah yeah (laughs) yep i hope so it might not work it might not but like (laughs) do you um how do you like come up with the title of what the podcast is going to be? Ah, I just put, um, there's normally like, so this one will be episode 24. Are you zero tonin design? Yep. So it will just be your name. Oh, cool. Sweet. Okay. You're not going to be like super motivational talk about blah, blah, blah. (laughs) <laughs> no i don't i mean I'll, i might put some, i generally i'll like um go back and, and listen to bits and i'll try and cut it out so if there's those are pauses or like i don't know weirdness i'll try and trim it or cut it and then i'll make some notes about bits we've talked about and then in the little podcasty note bit i'll add like in this episode we talked about like just to try and give something so it's not just they're clicking on it blindly not knowing like yeah yeah cool but it's been good i've had loads of feedback from it Mm -hmm. um people that are like other artists or other people that are starting brands or other clothing brands are like 
have been going like a couple of years and, and they're saying that they've learned things or they didn't think about that like aspect or that side of it or yeah it's, just, it's cool it's really nice to get feedback yeah and it's always at like the point where i'm feeling super shit as well which is really nice so like i'm at work and i've had a bad day and then i'll look at my phone mm. and i'll have an instagram message and i'll be like oh just just heard the last episode like it was really nice great to hear you guys talk about this this and this and it'll be someone that i've never spoken to before so mm. that's possibly one of the most rewarding things about having conversations with people totally yeah oh that is so cool i'm so glad that people are doing that as well and reaching out yeah that's that's awesome i like one of the greatest things is like creating something and then other people saying that they like it they appreciate it it's like ah it's all worth it (laughs) it definitely feels like it 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 makes you want to keep going as well Yes, I've not had the thought with the podcast, but obviously with the clothing brand I have, where you're like, oh, is it even worth it anymore? Like, mm. I've got to this point, but is it just should I just call it quits? Because like it's getting hard. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you feel like really keeps you going? Don't know. <laughs> I've actually struggled with that recently a lot, and I've asked a lot. Yeah, I've um, I've struggled with it a lot lately. Actually, I've I've asked a lot of people. I'm like, how are you happy? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, just like not what not what makes you happy, but generally, how are you happy? Like, you have to go to work and you do a shitty job that you confess you absolutely hate, and you have no real hobbies out outside of like the house or you, you just have no hobbies like what makes you happy like how are you happy i don't understand it like yeah i, I, I don't un- yeah i don't think people understand what i'm trying to ask but it baffles me like because i'm happy some days and not others and there's no like specific things that are making me unhappy or happy but how are the people do or they just do they just put on a show and make it seem like they're happy that's do you know what i mean yeah it's, I mean, yeah, I think there is definitely a lot of that. We all put on our happy masks. Um, Real interesting, though, that you should bring this up on my way home from the youth work I was doing today. I was listening to another podcast, and they actually talked about this and how in our society right now, we measure things by happiness. Yep. And they said that happiness doesn't actually have to be the measure of our lives. Like they said that no other, a lot of other cultures and a lot of other past civilizations haven't measured their lives on happiness. They've used like other measurements. So like for the Greeks, it was like society as a whole, like, when their whole city fell apart, they weren't like, oh, we're unhappy. Like the saddest thing to them was that like, you know, the, the, the society that they'd created had fallen apart. And then like, yeah, like for a lot of um, indigenous cultures, family is usually like one of the most important things to them. Or maybe like the overall happiness of their tribe, things like that. And I was just blown away. I was like, whoa, that is crazy. Like, 
you know, questioning your own worldview is like pretty, pretty trippy sometimes. Mm. I see for me, this is even more trippy that like you asked me that question and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say like the thought I've been having. And then you've obviously listened to that podcast. I was like, what are the chances that you'd listen to that? You'd come on this to talk to me. And then I'd open up and just say that random thing. Like, the yeah. world is so odd sometimes and I absolutely love it. <laughs> what was the name of that yeah. podcast? Because I might, I might have to check it out. Cool. Um, yeah, I can send you the link later. It's called the Provoke and Inspire Podcast. Ooh, that sounds good. It, it definitely provoked and inspired me. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people need in life, though, is that kind of thing. But yeah. It's just that thought of, like, I mean, like I said, like, how... What, what, not what makes people happy, but why are they happy? That kind of like, when you start thinking about things, it it helps you as a person, I think. Especially that, like, drilling deep down and to that level of, of stuff. Mm. So, so, like, if you didn't base your life around the pursuit of happiness, as that was, like, your highest goal and value, mm. what do you think it would be what do you think your life would be like hmm just crazy question <laughs> um i guess, i guess i don't know because it's it definitely is one of those things that you're kind of from an early age you you have that happiness as like a not a goal but like um a main thing isn't it you're kind of the couple of things that you want to aim for are like money status and then happiness. So kind of, I'd say are the, mm. the things, but especially lately I've started to and realize that like money's not everything at all. As long as you're comfortable, yeah. that's fine. And like for the longest time I was trying to become like a store manager. Right. And it's only recently that like, well, I say recently, I was trying to do it for like a couple of years, like four or five years. And I was never getting that final step and I couldn't work out why. And it's mm -hmm. because I didn't want it. Like deep down in my core, I just didn't want it. But I think I was tricked in like society level to, to want that level of like status and money. Yeah. So yeah, I've started thinking about that a lot as well. Like what is it that I genuinely want and what is it that's been told to me that I want? If You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel if the like removal of happiness was was not a a massive goal. I don't. Hmm. Yeah, you should definitely listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't have all the answers. I don't think anyone on earth has all the answers. But yeah, um, one thing they talked about was how. See, I feel like society just tells us money equals happiness you know like you want to be happy you have to get more money yeah. but it's crazy that we like we keep buying into this because deep down like we all know it's complete crap <laughs> like we look at everyone who's rich and famous and we're like wow they don't seem happy at all like we see all these you know, rich and famous people struggling with all the same stuff that we're struggling with still, you know, committing suicide. You get to the top of the ladder and 
you look around and yeah, there's nothing there. It's just, and then, you know, you see the opposite end of the spectrum, people who have no money and they do have, you know, what looks like true happiness. They do have joy, but yet we still, you know, just go back to like, ah, oh, okay, I have to get money. That'll make me happy. Like, yeah. No, it's, it becomes a never ending cycle, which is the problem, which again, yeah. is something I've realized that like I had, um, I had a big, not a big phone contract, but like I had a contract for a mobile phone for years that was quite a lot. And then constantly you're like, every two years I can upgrade, but then they want more money, but I'm getting a new phone and you get trapped in that cycle. So I'm not right anymore. And then, yeah, you realize all these things that you've been kind of brainwashed into almost that you, you pay for that you don't necessarily need. Like, I don't yeah. need a massively fancy phone. Like, why was I ever <laughs> doing that? That made me happy for like a day or a week. And then it was just something that was expensive that was in my pocket. Wow. This is so funny. So my <laughs> wife came to me like two weeks ago. Yeah. She's got, I've got like, I think I've got an iPhone 7. She's got like maybe the, I don't know, one of the next fancier ones. And she's like, why do I have this? I think I'm going to get rid of my phone. Like, this is just a status symbol that I realized I don't need at all. Like, this is doing nothing for me. I spend too much time on it. I'm going to sell it and get rid of my phone. And I was like, <laughs> at first I was like, what? <laughs> you know? Mm. And then, yeah, but it's totally true. Like, you're right. It's just marketing. <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah. when you look at the whole the battle with like so apple stuff is it is amazing for what it is but they've done such a clever job with the marketing when you can get something yeah. exactly the same or better for like half the price yeah but then you don't feel as good because it doesn't look like you're as rich as you would be if you had oh, it's just it's horrible isn't it <laughs> it is it is i took you know um oh gone you know who else is just fantastic at that <laughs> in the worst way possible is McDonald's. Yeah. Why is it that whenever people are like, oh, let's go grab fast food, they're like, let's go to Macca's. <laughs> let's go to McDonald's. I'm like, no, like there are like 10 other fast food places I'd rather eat at than McDonald's. The food's better, cheaper. But for some reason, default in our mind, it's McDonald's. I think they brainwash you when you're kids, when you'd get those awesome toys with the Happy Meal. And they're nowhere, they're nowhere near as cool as they used to be, but that's <laughs> how they got us, I reckon. <laughs> I think it definitely is. Um, no, I was going to say before that, like, a couple of years ago, I found that, like, I don't know how I stumbled across it, but, like, the minimalism thing. Oh, bro, we need to hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that from this conversation. It's quite interesting that like, again, again, like I've had a couple of messages back and forth on Instagram and I knew nothing about you. And yet we have similar views and like things that we're interested in. It's so weird, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But yeah, minimalism, like was absolutely massive on that. I got rid of a ton of shit that I didn't need. that was just sitting there. Um, and then I was trying to convince my fiance that we should convert a van into a, a house. Um, cool. And she didn't want to go for it, so we've we've got like a mortgage on a house, which is fine. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool with that. But like, yeah, how amazing would it have been to have 
downsize and get rid of all the shit you didn't need and then convert a van and then you could travel wherever. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. I mean, I might yeah. still do it, but... Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's such a cool dream to have. And yeah, my, my, my wife and I have definitely had a, had a few discussions about that too. Um, yeah, we actually just bought a house, which is really, really cool. Um, we went halves with some friends. Yeah, the the market in New Zealand right now is pretty crazy because, like, obviously, after COVID, everyone, well, yeah, during COVID, everyone was like, oh, we have to go back to our own country. And because we're a small country, lots of people go overseas. And so they all came back and they're all buying houses. So it is just crazy. Oh, yeah. Right I suppose then you had the flip as well of people wanted to like to move to New Zealand now because they know, or that it seemed to be like somewhere that was quite smart and quite safe. So like, yeah. why would you not want to live there? Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So anyway, we just went halves with some friends and we got actually a massive house. <laughs> it's not very minimalist at all, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we have moved like, three times so we moved from camp we moved to a small flat and then we brought this house and moved in here and each time we've moved we've been like man why do we have so much stuff and then i'm like okay we're gonna be minimalist and then we like cut out a bunch of stuff and yeah like i don't think it's something you can uh doing a day you know it's a <laughs> it's a whole lifestyle it's a process and yeah it's really hard as well when you get rid of stuff to not just like <laughs> fill all the empty spaces you know yeah. yeah i think it was good from like what i took from it was um was more just the questions like i haven't got rid of all of my shit but like i've definitely started mm. to think about like why do i have this and why have i kept on to it and then you can yeah. start thinking around like, why am I buying this really expensive thing that's mm. not got any use? Like, that's not going to help me in any way. And I'm going to get that small spark of like, oh, it was amazing. It's so good. Look at it. And then it kind of fades. And then you're left with this thing that has no way near as, as much value as it did at, like when you bought it. So then if you try and sell it, then you're losing money. So like even just yeah. that thought process of like, do I need it? Can I put it off? Like that's why mm-hmm. I, I go through my mind a lot now cool yeah yeah another podcast that i listen to yeah <laughs> it's called the elimination of hurry and um yeah they they talk about this a lot about the idea of minimalism and something that blew me away the other day they talked about how you can be a minimalist in terms of your schedule as well and it was okay. kind of a crazy concept for me to think about that because I guess I thought about it in like physical terms. And yeah, so that's something I've been um, just mulling on a lot recently is like how in my life um, I can be less hurried, just, yeah, not feel like I'm just in that constant grind, constantly tired and, you know, trying to catch up on stuff and just yeah use my time wisely and be a minimalist in terms of my schedule hmm. mm. that's an interesting thought i guess that's 
yeah that's something i i feel anyway i'm i'm just especially you know becoming a a self-employed um freelancer it's like you know when you're your your own boss you can sometimes you know be be the hardest boss you know like it's like oh i didn't take any breaks today or it's 5 30 and i'm still working and yeah it's been good to think about how i can use my time in a healthier way mm. <laughs> i love it <laughs> it's so good this it's like what i've said this these conversations for me are so good like i really enjoy chatting with people and getting to know them and, and just figure stuff out or like learn more it's yeah it's the best thing i think it's one of those like not undiscovered things in life but just one of the things that go like people miss they don't realize the value in it mm. yeah yeah and that i mean that almost comes back to what we were talking about before how like people can just get so stuck in their own little circles their own friend groups or facebook groups and you just miss out on all the value that you can gain from actually being in relationship with people who do see things differently, who do, yeah, have different ideas and beliefs to you because, you know, that's the only way you're going to grow and challenge your own ideas is not by hearing the same stuff repeated over and over again. You've got to, you know, bring in new stuff and think about that and, yeah, that's where the good stuff happens. I think a I lot agree. of people are worried about that as well, though. Like, they don't... It's almost like they're not confident enough to have the conversation of, of being challenged on their beliefs or views. Yeah. I mean, it's it's confrontational. It's hard, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. Being in community and having those conversations is really hard. Mm. But it's worth it. Sure is. It's how you grow as people, isn't it? Or a person yeah yeah and i think like yeah and then like there's another skill is actually <laughs> learning how to do that in a healthy way you know where like both sides of the conversation feel um honored and appreciated like i'm sure there's you know <laughs> if we wanted to go there there's probably like tons of stuff that we would disagree on you know but we're not looking for the things that you and I disagree on. We're looking for the things that we do agree on and the things that we, you know, can talk about and can grow together. And yeah. Love it. It's been real good. <laughs> I've, I've really enjoyed this. I mean, it, is it getting late for you or is it, is it like what? Nine, 10 o'clock? Um, yeah. Yeah. A little past my bedtime. I'm <laughs> old and married and all that. <laughs> That's fine. I don't want to keep you too long. We can, we can wrap up if you're... Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I kind of don't want to because it's been really good, but yeah, I don't want to keep <laughs> you for too long because I know it's it's like 11 in the morning for me, but I know it's it's kind of late. Yeah, such a privilege. I've really enjoyed this conversation and getting to know you a bit more. And it's nice to put like a, well, I say put a face to the brand but you know our cameras have been off this whole time so yeah. it's fine that's <laughs> still something mine. still something i've yeah, not yeah. done like i've not shown my yeah, face yeah. really so <laughs> okay 
Well, no, it's, it's been real good. I think um, I know I spoke to you before about it, but I'll definitely have to sort of like some sort of design or work with you to get something out there, um, like as a as a, a collab piece. Because I saw you did that work with Forbidden Thirteen, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was a really cool piece. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I would so love to love to work with you. That'd be amazing. And yeah. <laughs> perfect cool. i've said it to everyone but i definitely want to have you on again at some point even if it's like a year later or something just to like see where you're at see just again to have another awesome conversation yeah yeah man that would be so cool i would love to be able to like look back as well and be like whoa this is a conversation we had a year ago and look where we both are now that would be awesome yeah definitely perfect cool. all right well uh yeah thank you so much for coming on chat to me it's been an absolute amazing conversation i've really enjoyed it